0: the old chimney sweeper make sure the chimney is clear Time to get home Santa is coming
1: I love this time of the year Welcome to another episode of Molly and Pete Save Christmas I'm Pete I'm Molly and this is a podcast where we break down an episode of a hallmark Christmas movie and today we are going to break down the 2015 classic Christmas land.
2: When we choose a movie to break down, we do have a few rules, mm-hmm. and so this is an this is an older one. We watch it every year, and we've had these rules from the beginning. We only watch the movies on Hallmark Channel, not Lifetime, mm-hmm. not movies me, and mysteries subsidiaries, yeah. and or Netflix mm-hmm. does them now. Um, only Hallmark Channel we don't watch any of the royal or princess Mm -hmm. ones. And we don't watch any of the Candace Cameron beret movies. (laughs) And that's it. So this is, um, yeah, this is one we've watched every year. And when you ask someone if they have seen this one, you say, you know, it's the one with the painting.
1: (laughs) This might be my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie of all time.
2: Wow, that's <laughs> high praise.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't say how, how much I love it, how much I enjoy watching it.
2: There's some good stuff in it, but there's also some dumb stuff in it, too.
1: Well, it came out in 2015, and I feel that the movies have gotten better yeah. since 2015, because this one... who boy. <laughs> It is a humdinger.
2: The other thing I've noticed is when I'm talking to somebody about which movies we're watching, or they mention they've watched one, and I describe what I'm watching, and I'm like, you know, it's the one where the guy's mean to the girl the whole time, and then the last minute they kiss. (laughs) That's what one of these, that falls into that, this one falls into that category.
1: So how does this one start?
2: It starts in a flashback in Christmas Land. And Maureen McCormick, uh, Marsha Brady... Mm -hmm. Plays Glenda, who owns Christmas Land. And um, so we get to see her house and little kids decorating ornaments. And one of them is her granddaughter. And um, she wears this big red Mrs. Santa kind of cloakish coat, coat. It's like a lot of a lot of red she's ensconced in velvet <laughs> yeah. a lot of red velvet <laughs> and so yes yeah, so we meet her granddaughter and they ride then they ride a, like a carriage to a tree lighting and she lets her granddaughter light the tree and so she she owns christmas land which is like her house and like a little village mm-hmm. of christmasy shop. shops shops and uh like that ends with the grandmother saying like I will never forget you <laughs> and the granddaughter saying I'll never forget you either which I'm like duh that it's not they're not randomly meeting each other once like they're in a family together they're going to be in that family forever <laughs> together and then now we see the granddaughter's grown up and and she lives in Manhattan so she's a city girl mm-hmm. who you know, is devoted to her job. So it's yeah. most important to her. And she's played by Nikki Deloach, who is a Hallmark movie regular. She was the mom on um, Awkward, that series mm-hmm. on MTV. MTV. Yeah, which was a good show for a couple seasons. And so I like her, and I've always liked her in that. And she's she's kind of... Um, she's assertive. She stands up for herself, but she's she's also very likable, too. The guy... That we meet is played by some actor named Luke McFarlane, who's Canadian. He's also a Hallmark movie guy,
0: Mm. too. (laughs) Yep.
2: And when we catch up with her in New York, it's 25 years later and she works in brand identity
1: yeah at first i thought she was some sort of media influencer
2: well i'm sure i mean three years ago influencers weren't as much of a thing as you know so i'm sure now that would be That's, even. she
1: added that to her resume yeah
2: Jules. her name is Jules, mm-hmm. and so she's she's been working with this with nickerson's coffee mm-hmm. and i mean i guess they've made improvements in three years but like the coffee shop like no, just like sign, a really bad, bad sign yeah the sign yeah. is really bad it's not believable and so their whole in ca- like these signs too like the campaigns like um where red go green yeah
1: she mentions that it's trending where <laughs> where red go green is trending so you know she's doing she's doing her job she's doing her job well yeah when she says that she's got this campaign for nickerson's yeah. coffee trending And
2: it's some business about like bringing your own mug in at the holidays and the the woman mrs nickerson or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. who owns the company yeah. <laughs> is really happy with the job that jules is doing and her boss is really happy so it looks like she's going to get a promotion and she's been traveling a lot for work and if she gets this promotion she'll be able to to be in new york most of the time which means maybe like buying a place mm-hmm. and settling down with her city boyfriend mm-hmm. who we meet and he's an attorney yeah and he's snaky
1: yeah that's a perfect word for him yeah yeah he's unlikable right from the beginning <laughs>
2: yes i mean we know the formula here but yeah there's no this guy is just gross from from the get out
1: yeah she, he doesn't even know exactly what i mean i guess we barely know what she does yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't he, care to know yeah what it yeah. Is. yeah he's very dismissive of yeah.
2: her he's an egomaniac
1: yeah yeah She was excited about her her campaign at Nickerson's Mm -hmm. telling and then saying that she's got this promotion. And he was kind of blankly looking at her and she was like, you don't even really know what I do. So
2: they're in her apartment and she's got a big stack of mail that she hasn't opened. She's been traveling a lot and she just hasn't gotten to it. And uh in he's look going through her mail and he notices a letter from an attorney so that catches his eye and he starts to open it and it's about her inheriting a house and some property in somewhere. Do we do we know where Christmas land is?
1: Uh, no somewhere in the mountains.
2: Somewhere but near it's Chicago. Been, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. go to Chicago a lot. So yeah, they go to Chicago. Quickly. So she's inherited this property and she's like, oh, that must be Grandma Glenda's. Oh, remember she died when I was in Poland. Like <laughs> that whole thing of I'll never forget you. It was like, that might have been the only time they saw each other. Like, she does not, there's no like affection for, it just seems yeah. very like a distant memory to her to have a yeah. kind of relationship.
1: Well, it seemed with her. she spent some time at Christmas Christmas land early in her yeah. life, and, and then, then her parents got divorced, yeah, and, they, and they, didn't then go there. they didn't go there quite as often. Yeah, yeah.
2: but yeah, there's not—I don't know—you don't. She's very cold about it, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> all. So. She decides she's gonna go and check out the house, see like you know what it is, what and is, mm-hmm. the snaky boyfriend mentions like, "Oh, you should see what you own. You might be able to sell it and buy that condo by the park yeah, that Upper West Side yeah, condo that you've, you've been always wanted. wanted." So she goes up to Christmas land wherever it is, and it's in disrepair. Like the sign is, there's letters gone from the Christmas hand <laughs> sign. There's shutters. And this cute guy walks up to her, Tucker Barnes. That's Luke McFarlane. Mm-hmm. And she assumes he's like the caretaker or, you know, like she doesn't know that he's, he's the, wearing
1: a flannel shirt. Yeah. So she, she assumes he's that a rough-hewn uh, look. Yeah, yeah, that he must casual. T- take care of the barn or something.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, he is the estate attorney. Mm-hmm. And right from the beginning, he starts talking about, like, city life versus our big city life versus small town life and you know she's used to life in the fast lane and like <laughs> less hectic like christmas land
0: yeah.
2: whatever this town is and he takes her he's going to show her around and he first takes her to her grandmother's house which is where we were in the beginning when they were making ornaments and they walk in and into the living room and everything about this house feels, it all feels really like nothing. I mean, maybe that's, maybe this is the case. Like nothing's been updated since like the 80s. Mm-hmm. And like one point she's sleeping in like her bedroom and like all the, the like the, all the bedding. Like she sleeps on top of the bed on like the decorative pillows. <laughs> and just like, it's like staying in a hotel where you don't want to touch yeah, anything. Yeah, kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not cute. It's not charming. Everything looks... Bad 80s, not cute, mm-hmm. vintage. And there's like a tree still decorated, and all the is covered in red and green sheets. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of
1: red and green going on.
2: And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's decorated for Christmas. And this is, when we cut to, like, current day, it's Christmas. Like, she had a, that was the wear red, go mm-hmm. green, and she had a tree in her apartment. So she's looking around <laughs> and the the living room and we pan up to the painting the
1: the best painting i I wonder if this painting is available to purchase
2: we can't be the only people that think this painting is crazy it's like the kramer (laughs) like print that you can buy from Seinfeld. (laughs) It's like a painting where the eyes follow you around <laughs> and they keep talking. It's just, it's just a portrait of Maureen McCormick in her red velvet mm-hmm. glory yeah. and with like a big white fur Russian yeah. hat on. But um, it's
1: Marsha Brady. Everybody yeah. knows that it's Marsha yeah. Brady.
2: <laughs> yes. And like, she's the same age that she was. She's not like a little old lady, Christmas landlady. She's like the, the same age. Jules
1: remembers yeah. Grandma Glenda. <laughs>
2: And it's huge, too. It's really big. (laughs) It It goes up to the ceiling. Um, It's just so... I don't know if you're necessarily going to watch the movie listening to this, or maybe maybe you watch it. Just just see if you can Google image this painting.
1: I think if you Google image Christmas Land, it's got to be the first thing that comes up.
2: Yeah, it's...
1: It's glorious,
2: really. <laughs> and it's always there, follow like, <laughs> watching it. And people always talk about how Nikki Deloach and Maureen McCormick don't necessarily look alike. But they keep talking about how she has her grandmother's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I guess she kind, yeah, of, she kind does. of does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just think about the grandmother's eyes in the painting. <laughs> like she literally has her grandmother's eyes. <laughs> so Jules is set on selling the place and Tucker Barnes wants her to reopen Christmas land and run it like her grandmother does. Like these things are established.
1: Yeah. When Tucker first heard that granddaughter of Glinda mm. inherited it, He, I think everybody kind of jumped to the conclusion yeah. that, oh my god, Glinda's granddaughter is inheriting this. We're going to bring it back to the prominence that yeah. it was 25 years ago.
2: And uh, word spreads fast in Christmas land. <laughs> yes, <too. it> does. <laughs> um, the, their stands on things are very important here. Everything's kind of based on her wanting to sell and Tucker Barnes wanting her to reopen it for the community. Mm-hmm. So they're walking around the house and they go into the kitchen. This is where we meet creepy Uncle Frank, the yeah. caretaker. He's so creepy. <laughs> yeah. There's some creepy guys like this in these movies. He I think he's the creepiest. Yeah,
1: he's tall, he's bald. Just he
2: looks like a he looks like a clown with Without makeup on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas land has been in disrepair Yet, there are still people that are yeah. living in this community. Yeah. So, Uncle Frank, essentially, for 25 years, he's just been living in this house.
2: <laughs> with- no, he lives in a, hu- a little, like, oh, he a lives little in hutch house in the back. A little guest house in the back. <laughs> yeah,
1: he doesn't even get to live in the room. Rea- <laughs> but real he's in house. there cooking
2: his soup, but he's stirring some
1: soup.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. They, the only thing they do now is sell Christmas. They have a Christmas tree lot, so the only thing they do is sell. Christmas trees and um, so he's in charge, Uncle Frank is in charge of the Christmas tree lot.
1: As the words travels, mm-hmm. he's also aware that the granddaughter has purchased. So he coming in when he meets Jules, he's excited that yeah. the granddaughter has bought this place. And
2: when he finds out, he's so mad.
1: When yeah, storms off. When Tucker says, "You know, hey, take it easy, Uncle Frank. She's going to sell this place."
2: He just completely one eighty <laughs> changes. Yeah. Like he's so like warm and welcoming, yeah. and he's just so pissed.
1: About <laughs> yeah, I think he he just leaves the yeah. room. He leaves the. Stu- stu- <laughs> <on> the <stove. laughs>
2: so then here come these two really pushy ladies. Okay, when you say that this is your favorite without these ladies, right? They I can't handle these two women.
1: I, I like this movie in all its horrible glory. So <laughs> Okay. The, all right. Like I like I like the fact that Uncle Frank in his creepy bald head and his tight sweaters yeah. is a character. I like that these two old old biddies yeah. who are really annoying. I like that they're involved. I would
2: say that there's three categories of Hallmark Christmas movies. One is Good, like actually, like kind of enjoyable mm-hmm. and decent. The other is so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. This is so bad it's this good. Is, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it has to have things in it, like the paint. Like there has to be certain things that you, that you get can latch to. On to. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just bad, mm-hmm. bad. And those are like the Candace Cameron beret ones. There's some Lacey Chabert ones that are just bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this. Yeah, I think that that's how it yeah, breaks down. This is down. by
1: no means a quality movie, <laughs> but it, there is so much to enjoy in it. It makes it worth watching. You
2: get excited for those like those moments to happen.
1: The the old ladies also—gosh, too much. Word got around. Yeah, they're happy, and when they find that Jules wants to sell,
2: well, they bring her. Like one of them runs the bakery and brings her cupcakes, and the other one runs runs the ice cream parlor and brings her like ice cream sandwiches or something. And yeah, they've come to like impress her, and then they they find out. Oh, same thing. They're just instantly (laughs) so mad. They take they take all the goodies away like they want to like drag her out into the middle of christmas land and stone her
0: <laughs>
2: but these women like they have sort of like southern like one of them has a real high peach voice and like a southern accent and they're just i don't know what who why why are they why do they act like this <laughs> why are they so oh they're so over the top mm-hmm. and yeah one of them says when she finds out that, that you know that jewels from the city is going to sell she says She says, well, (laughs) la-dee-da! It's a lot of that. That that sort of sums them up.
1: And we learned, too, that Christmas Land at one time was a hot property, and there were plenty of suitors that wanted to buy from Glinda, and she never... She yeah. never sold it because it was important to her,
2: yeah, so they they go to Tucker Barnes's office, and there's a lot of faux painting on the walls happening it's like it's like this Tuscan villa beyond <laughs> <at> his office <laughs> lots of sponge painting on the wall,
0: <laughs>
2: and um so they go there to like start some paperwork mm-hmm. to sell Let's it, sell. and when she is leaving his office. There's like a dad with his daughter waiting there to ask Tucker Barnes if they're gonna to like sponsor something, and then she sees Jules and she's like, "Are you are you Jules from the city? Glenda's granddaughter who's gonna come and save everything and." Yeah, like so. This this is a, another one of those child actor moments, and she's got her lines like ready to go. It's right before commercial break, and Jules just looks at her and she says, "Yes, I am." <laughs>
1: yeah, she decides right there that she's she, she's still going to sell it, but she's gonna she wants to reopen Christmas yeah. Land and bring it back to its its prominence as it was you know twenty years ago.
2: Mm-hmm. She doesn't she doesn't tell everybody though that she's going to sell oh, it. Yeah, right, she right. only tells Tucker <laughs> Barnes that she's going to sell it, so everyone just thinks that she, she is going to reopen. Re- Open. Open it. Okay, yeah, they don't know that right. she has like this other motivation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. behind it. So she gives her boyfriend a call that, to tell him that she's decided to fix up Christmas land in order to sell it because she wants to make sure it's sold to somebody who's going to keep it as Christmas land mm-hmm. and he's mad because they were supposed to go to aruba for christmas
1: right she's so, moving in she's going yeah. to move into the house to the musty
2: house <laughs> and this is two weeks before christmas she's going to get all this done and get it open for yeah. the season which is two-thirds of the way over yeah. by this point point. and when she's talking to the snaky boyfriend she mentions the attorney, the estate attorney, and it turns out that they know each other, that they went to college.
0: Yeah, they went, to oh, went to law school together. Oh, to law school together.
2: Yeah. And the city boyfriend mentions that Tucker Barnes had a reputation, mm-hmm. but we yeah. never know what that... Yeah, reputation. they never... Like, <laughs> that could, is that like a Me Too reputation? Or is it yeah, like, what's the reputation? That was
1: never brought up again.
2: Yeah. Because really what it breaks down to is that the city boyfriend is all about money and power and living in the city and the country guy is about like taking your slow. time pro hmm. he does a lot of pro bono work mm-hmm. and yeah he's not like he's not making a fortune being an attorney she also mentions to the city boyfriend that this like wherever christmas land is is a great place to raise a family and he's like what are you talking about like raise a family if you're into that sort of thing and she's a little bit taken aback like he wouldn't want to have a family and she wants to and he still is like what do you care about Christensen? You want to buy that condo on the upper
1: west side. You can already tell that Jules is sick of her boyfriend. Yeah. It, that
2: she's falling out of love it, with she's him falling, or seeing the real Yeah, she's seeing the real
1: side of mm-hmm. him. Took her a visit to Christmasland yeah. to see what Mitchell was really all about.
2: And she's laying in bed, kind of tossing and turning, and she reaches over under her nightstand, and there's the book. She reaches for the book on her nightstand. and It's the Encyclopedia of Pines. <laughs> so she's gonna own a Christmas tree lot. She needs to she know about trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looks like a good read. The next day, she goes into the closet in her room, and she pulls out the big red velvet coat mm-hmm. she's really excited to see it um and so tucker barnes meets her to kind of figure out what they need to do to get christmas land up and running and she's wearing that coat and he's like excited he's like all right we got her she's she believes in christmas land now that coat is it, like it's so big and long and i don't know dirty it just makes me <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable looking at it. Just like I can feel how it feels by looking at it.
1: When Jules is waiting for Tucker, she goes down to the kitchen, and Frank is down there, and Frank has had a 180 now because <laughs> oh yeah, he heard they're going to heard they're going to reopen, and now he's back. He's back to being yeah. nice to Jules, yeah. and he's making pancakes for Jules. And they're just regular pancakes, yeah. but Jewel seems very impressed yes. by that, And like,
2: like so excited, like the way she puts the syrup on. Yeah, I don't think she's
1: ever seen a pancake, perhaps.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Well, she's like a city girl, you know, she wouldn't, she would just have her like green juice. She wouldn't, yeah. you know, have pancakes like they would in the country. Um, but yeah, that's the thing about like the, the ladies and Frank and how they treat her and how Tucker Barnes treats her too. Like I understand that, you know, maybe part of this is your livelihood that she's messing with and that you don't like what she's doing, but you can still be a decent person yeah. to her too. Yeah. You can know, be so awful yeah. to her, and it's just so fake that they only like her if she's gonna like reopen Christmasland so they can have that income
1: i guess and also get over it Christmasland hasn't been around forever why yeah. are, well, so have these people just been what living, have they been doing Yeah, what have they been doing just hoping that someone's going to come in the people of Christmasland yeah. should have moved on 15 years ago yeah. yet they're still holding on to this for some reason it's like 80s
2: dated yeah, yeah right yeah. yeah so tucker takes her to the barn and shows her the carriage and the carriage is missing a wheel it's in kind of bad shape but and he doesn't, you know, think that he doesn't think that she could fix that in time. And she's like, well, actually, my grandmother showed me like how to take care of the carriage and how to care for the horses and all of that. And so she finds like a wheel and she starts working on it. So she's capable. I mean, Tucker thinks very little of her, but she actually can do. Yeah,
1: it's very kind of sending yeah. to her about fixing it, although it's a missing wheel. She just goes she just, and gets she, one and like... She gets another wheel and, and just she screws, it it and screws it on. screws it on. It wasn't... like well,
2: they have to have one made or something. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And she has like some business ideas to suggestions and he just says that she's high maintenance. Mm. And we find out that he had a city girlfriend that was also very high maintenance and that's why he has such a chip on his shoulder yeah. about... I, I, as I'm saying this, I'm like kind of having deja vu and I'm like, did I already say this? But I think I've said this in lots of other... <laughs> <laughs> episodes of our show. So, yeah. <laughs> so he could just kind of, like, associates women with being high-maintenance yeah. then. So they take a tour of the tree lot, and her suggestion here is to, instead of having people just pay Uncle Frank for their tree on the lot, they should have to pay in the gift shop, and then they would, like, see the ornaments and decorations mm-hmm. and stuff. She's and
1: using some of her brand. Her, her brand, brand identity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, I mean, because Christmas land is... A brand. Mm
1: -hmm. During the shot of the Christmas tree lot is when you could see the really big mountains. And yeah, I was wondering, like, where is this? Because Canada, (laughs) because it's relatively close to New York, but it's also close to Chicago. So is it in West Virginia?
2: Kind of has a smoky mountain sort of like Appalachian feel to
1: it. That that would work.
2: (laughs) And she sets up ornament making with with some kids, just like she did with her grandmother. And Tucker's there and the ice cream, the annoying ice cream lady's there. And the ice cream lady says to Tucker, she has such a way with kids. Like, see, don't worry. She'll give up her job and just want to to have kids with you, Tucker. Mm -hmm. What she's supposed to do in a small town. Tucker takes her to the hardware store. Um, to get supplies, to get like one can of paint to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever painted anything, like it takes like ten cans of paint to paint like one room.
1: So when uh, when Tucker meets Jules, she she says that she didn't sleep well because she can't sleep without sirens or she can't oh, sleep yeah. without noise. Yeah,
2: part of her being high maintenance. And
1: yeah. as they're going to the hardware store, he says something very condescending like. Hey, you want me to throw trash on the ground and make it seem more like home?
2: Yeah. He's just a jerk.
1: Yeah. He's
2: cute, but he's a jerk. So when they're at the hardware store, the owner um, is excited to meet her. She's, you know, the granddaughter has come to save everything and how when things have been tough, Christmas land has always been there and that her grandmother did so much for that community and provided so many jobs. And he says, you know, everything's on the house today so they grab yeah like one can of paint
1: <laughs> we know christmas land is the house and we know that it has the tree lot mm-hmm. and like the shops yeah but also christmas land includes 200 acres of property yeah as well yeah. so it's not just the it's a lot and a lot of land yeah it includes a tree farm so it's not just the house the little village it is it's a lot.
2: And it's near It's near where like multiple interstates mm-hmm. come together, we yeah. find out. so. I get the feeling that this is... Like when you're driving through... Like if you're driving through like Indiana and there's like a little town, you see a few houses, maybe there's a couple of farms and there's like a, a truck stop and maybe there's like fast food or mm-hmm. something like that. And there's just, you know, there's not much to it. Maybe there's a school and that you would like you're driving through that and then you're like for miles before you're going like a road trip and you see signs for christmas land yeah
1: exactly yeah Yeah. is that
2: the feeling that that you get so we get a montage now of everybody chipping in together and working on christmas land we don't i mean we see a little bit of the people the characters that we know but mostly it's just close-ups of hands doing things
0: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's like stock footage of hands at work Painting, lifting things. We don't see the actual like actors doing much. And one thing they're doing is Jules remembers that Glenda used to always like put lights on and decorate the trees on the tree lot. So there'd be like all the trees in the tree lot and they would but they have lights on them and they have like ornaments on them that the kids made why would anybody want to buy a tree with that so, stuff on, that, stuff so on it. stuff people are
1: buying trees with ornaments yeah on them like the t- when they're
2: at the tree light there's lights all oh, over the trees and there's a scene of <laughs> jules and tucker like putting she talks about like that's why the kids or, made the ornaments more, was to put them on the tree, tree. <laughs> it seems really yeah. weird yeah she says that the trees are the heart of the place um and uh, that, you know, that's a big part of their brand.
1: There's a shot of one of the locals who is talking to Frank and he's he's mad at Frank. He's like, what do you mean you can't pay on the, I can't pay <laughs> yeah. on the lot anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Frank was like, well, no, but then you get 25% off in the gift shop or yeah. whatever. And then yeah. the guy's like, he changes his mind. He's like, uh, oh my God, that's, that's a best, really good deal. <laughs> that's the best deal ever.
2: <laughs> so uh, Jules and Tucker are hanging around the tree lot and they're talking about like the plans for the big, Reopening, um, and they're having like a soft. This is a soft opening.
1: Yeah, that's what uh, Tucker was saying. This is what you city slickers call a soft opening.
2: He's like asking her about like if they would have a gala or whatever it was in the city. There would be a gala. Like there's no galas here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Again, very condescending to Jules, and uh, his his hatred of the big city is.
2: And uh, the classic Hallmark movie mansplaining comes in here. <laughs> <Yeah. where> he <laughs> Mansplains yeah. Christmas trees this is to a her. Scotch
1: pine and the. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so then they are um in the barn and she's finishing up the carriage and he's impressed that
1: that she rolled over a tire and was able to put it on <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh she trips and falls into his arms and he's holding her in a very romantic way and yeah. right at that moment mitchell the snaky boyfriend walks in yeah. it's like what's going on here
1: how do you get there i don't know like How did he find them in the barn
2: i don't know where is the airport where's the christmas land airport
1: they're in the barn and when the boyfriend shows up Tucker's like mitchell johnson <laughs> he confirming the fact that they knew you know yeah they, they, they were like had, rivals they were rivals school. they had a history yeah. of some yeah. sort together
2: So the reason Mitchell's there is that he has a buyer for Christmasland, and he talks to her in a very condescending way, but it's a different condescending way than Tucker does. But as much as I dislike Mitchell, the thing he is right about is that her velvet coat is horrible, and (laughs) he... He can't even like look at her wearing it.
1: Says, yeah, he says that she looks like a hobo wearing that coat.
2: <laughs> and he makes a lot of like references later to to like how terrible she looked when he, she looked when he showed up.
1: And when he sees he sees Tucker too, he goes, "Not surprised to see you in a barn."
2: <laughs> so uh, Mitchell wants Jules to go to Chicago to meet with the buyer, and you know she stresses that it's really important to her that the buyer keeps it as christmas land and he you know he's he doesn't get it he calls it christmasville it makes her mad he's
1: very dismissive of the whole property he just wants to get in make as much money and then get the condo in his defense though mitchell is a snake Mm -hmm. and he comes off as unlikable but it seemed clear to mitchell that jewel's dream was to Live in New York City. Yeah, have a yeah. condo on the Upper yeah. West Side. and she never like, liking the park.
2: She'd never been interested in Christmas Land before. This. Yeah, so
1: I, this is I, so I, I kind of feel for Mitchell that he's he's questioning her yeah. all her decisions because yeah. like you've never like I've known you for ho- however mm-hmm. long we've been dating and you've never talked about this Christmas Land. Yeah, and now you, all of a sudden we're uprooting our whole lives. It's like if like something happened with you in Lubbock, there was a Christmas Land.
2: And I would just leave everything and move yeah, back. Yeah, like you
1: just told me that you were going to leave. There's
2: Santa land in life. I inherited Santa land. And
1: I'd also be 100% on board with moving yeah, to Santa actually, Yeah, actually, I think that would be on brand
2: for us. So we also find out that, like, yeah, that part of Mitchell and Tucker's rivalry stems from Tucker being number one in their, in their class in law school. So even though Tucker doesn't care about money and power... He is a good, he is smart, yeah. and he is a good attorney.
1: And Jules says that Mitchell told her that he was first in class. Oh, uh-huh. so yeah. So a bit of a liar yeah. slash bragger.
2: Yeah. So she, even though there's a lot to do to get ready to do at Christmasland, uh, Jules goes to Chicago to meet with the buyer, and Tucker's surprised that she's doing this. He also expresses to her that he does not like lying, and that she's making him lie to, you know, like, he's lying by not telling everybody that she's going to sell. It makes him uncomfortable.
1: And Tucker, you know, Jules is sneaking around, so Tucker, you know, takes a this is his opportunity to take another shot so he's like, you know, oh, lying must come really easy to you city folk.
2: <laughs> so they're in uh Jules and Mitchell are in Chicago to meet with the buyer and, and it's another chance for like Mitchell's like, "Whoa, you look so good." Like ripping on like how she looked in the velvet coat.
1: They cut to Chicago and it's John Hancock Building <laughs> Lake Bistro 222 <laughs> the restaurant The famous Bistro 222 <laughs> the restaurant they're and when they're going for their in business deal
2: yeah when they go in Mitchell like opens the door and Jewel just starts walking in and like a person's walking out and like bumps into her, and Jules acts like the person was so rude, like bumping <laughs> right. into. But really, Jules Jewel, is a rude yeah. person when you, here. When
1: you go on the train, you let people get off before yeah. you. Enter. Or the elevator, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and so she, you know, she's just like, "Oh, city folk, they're so rude."
1: <laughs> but hey, this is an opportunity to. For, she's like, "Yeah, I don't miss. I don't miss all this rush, rush." And Mitchell's like. Yeah, people on their way to go to a job. <laughs> you know, like Christmas land, nobody does anything yeah. at Christmas land.
2: <laughs> okay, so they meet with they're meeting the buyer at Bistro 222. And when I saw this guy, I thought maybe it was the guy from um from home what was it?
1: From, Al Elborfen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was Richard Carn from Home Improvement. Home Improvement. Is, is the buyer. The t-
2: yeah. But to me I was like is he just yeah, and he was family. Fe- he was in family, like yeah. syndicated family food. I was like, is he one of the like um, blue collar? What's the like
1: blue collar comedy guys? Yeah,
2: I was like, is that what he was? <laughs> so he looks like, but no, he's yeah, he's that guy.
1: When you meet him, you're kind of shocked. You're like, oh yeah, that's Al Borland. <laughs> Nothing says big city much. <laughs> I know like it's the weirdest. It's the,
2: it, it, nothing says Smoky Mountains more than him. Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest casting. Like, um, and he has like a this weird goatee that's sort of like a hybrid handlebar mustache goatee. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Hulk Hogan mustache. Like goes all the way down to like his jawline with like a little bit on his chin. I don't know what you, what do you call that? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, the hmm. casting is really strange. Yeah. there, like he. Should have been the caretaker.
1: Yeah, that would have been yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Frank the Frank bald, could have been yes guy, like a been, yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, an evil type yes, you know yeah. uh, money real estate developer. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Carn loves Christmasland and wants to. Yeah, he wants to buy he te- it.
2: Yeah, he tells her that like he always took his kids there, and he was you know very excited when he found out it was for sale. So on the spot, he offers her $1.7 million for Christmas Land. All she has to do is sign a piece of paper and it's done. All right. In these movies, there's a lot of things that they don't are not accurately portrayed. Buying a house or buying property, just sign your name onto one little piece of paper. Make your mark
1: on this napkin and the deal is done.
2: And uh, yeah, that's the least accurate thing ever.
1: She, you know, obviously she loves Christmas Land. She wants to make sure that Christmas land won't be destroyed because it's, you know, it's part of her grandmother's mm-hmm. legacy.
2: So, the, you know, he's assured her that it, it won't be. And like the Mitchell, the snake and Richard Carn what's, what's his name? And do we know his Name in the movie? Mason. Oh, yeah, Mason Richards. Yeah. Mason
1: Richards, yeah. They
2: like sneak a look at each other, like while yeah. she's wink. signing. Yeah, wink,
1: wink. Yeah. They're, All right. They're...
2: All right. And so he hands her a handwritten check for $1.7 million. <laughs> then.
1: Hands over the check from the Illinois Bank and Trust on 1234 Second Street.
2: <laughs> All right. So it's sold and. All, and she's back at Christmasland. Easy peasy goes from Chicago back to Christmasland.
1: I mean, I know it's only one sheet of paper, but it's $1.7 million. She cares about Christmasland. Does the money just get to her? Because Mitchell says you can now buy your place on the Upper West Side. Because she doesn't She didn't even read the contract. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she just signs it. She, there, I'm sure there's something in there that says he could do whatever he wants to. But he just, she just yeah. signs it yeah. and off they go.
2: She's smarter than this. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So she's at the tree on the tree lot, and she's um, she's there de- pre decorating the trees again. <laughs> and um, there's like a dad and daughter interested in a tree, and she knows about trees now. She explains yeah. the, mm-hmm. the tree, and she's like, S- you know, it's not the needles fall off of this one as soon as you get home, but it smells really good. <laughs> and the girl's like, Daddy, I want this one. And this dad was excited about Christmas Land being open because he used to always go there, and now he's happy to be able to bring his daughter there. So the the next day she's at the ice cream shop <laughs> <laughs> and um a guy a big financey guy comes yeah, in walter hayes <laughs> and he's real some real estate guy that works with mason so she like she still nobody knows that she's sold it so she quickly like escorts him out and when she does the like ice cream lady like because jules has an ice cream cone and the ice cream lady <laughs> takes the cone and like holds it in front of her face and licks it like like what how would you like little licks like her face and just does like little licks and like looks at the side <laughs> so weird uh, so <laughs> she's Jules is outside with Walter the Hayes. real estate guy and when
1: I wrote down Walter Hayes too I wrote it as H-A-Z-E <laughs> not like H-A-Y-E-S it seemed meaner to his name Walter Hayes H-A-Z-E <laughs> He's telling Jules about
2: they're going to develop. The they're land. going to
1: develop. The, this is yeah. like you mentioned. This place is between <laughs> this place is between two interstates. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things we can split up. And so turn you know into they're going there's going to be a Walmart probably. Yeah.
2: There's going to be some tract homes. There's going to be yeah some like big box stuff. and
1: When he said all that, I was like, oh yeah, this would probably be great for this. I know, it create a lot more jobs <laughs> than just Christmas seasonal like, Christmas plans. Yeah I was like, oh, the people must love this. The hardware store must love this because now this place is going to be developed. More people are going to live here. I'm going to be prosperous now as opposed to, yeah, waiting for the one month out of the year that people come to Christmas land. Yeah,
2: So she's really upset about it, so she runs back to Chicago. <laughs> 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 and Mitchell is in his, like, he's got business in Chicago, so he's in the office there. Hancock building. And she's mad, and he knew. He knew that this Mm. was going to happen. And she wants out, but Oh, you signed the contract. Too bad. So, the other thing that can happen when you buy a house is you can pull out, too. You've got, there's like a. N- whatever it nothing is. Nothing happens when you just sign it. There's yeah. things built in that, yeah. Pro- it will protect yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. She signed the contract. It's, does that mean they've closed on it? I, well, whatever. Yeah. He's an attorney. If he... he's like, I'm an attorney, I can't, you know, like, I can't. I'm like, you're, if you were a good attorney, maybe you need the top head of the class, Tucker yeah. Barnes, to get her out.
1: It's been one day. Yeah. You know, yeah. nothing's really happened. I'm sure there are ways that yeah. would be... That a lawyer pro- could prote- do. Yeah, yeah, protect her.
2: Um, so she wants out of it and they break up. think she says she doesn't love him. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only cares about money. And so then she's she goes to Mason's office and begs him to let her out and he's like "Noel, i'm sorry yeah, there's, you, you, you signed, you signed the contract. a contract <laughs> and he opens a drawer in his desk and pulls the, that's like the only thing that's in that drawer is the contract she signed so it's been like notarized <laughs> yeah. or anything yet just the folded up contract that she's in so his offer to her is that he will sell christmas land back to her Mm -hmm. then but he's a businessman and he you know has to make a profit on it so she has until midnight on christmas eve yep to come up with three million dollars so she already has the 1.7 so she has to come up with Mm
0: 1.3
2: million dollars so now she's back in Christmas land. <laughs> she's in Tucker's office. And again, another attorney can't get her out of this deal. And he's really, he's looking at that one page contract and he's really Damn. upset about it.
1: And he knows. And he's mean to her about it. Yeah, And he knows Mason, uh, Richard Carn, yeah. because Carn had come to Glinda a number of times through the years trying to buy Christmas land. And Glinda sensed what Mason would really want to do and always said no yeah. to Mason.
2: And he makes her, he just puts her on such a guilt trip. And I feel like an attorney's job is to be like, okay, let's find, I'm going to get you out of this. Let's find the solution. Not to just make you feel bad about yeah. it, but to like, be like, okay, let's figure out how to I
1: thought do you cared this. about Christmas land. Enjoy your apartment <laughs> by the park.
2: So she's, she's sad. She's like moping around Christmas land. She goes to the carriage and she's walking around and People are around the tree It's not the tree lighting But something's happening At the tree And there's like A microphone stand And she (laughs) goes up And just She just tells everyone That she she admits To selling it And that it's all over.
1: She did it by accident. She didn't want to. And then she runs off and cries.
2: So she's back at the house and in her room and going through things, packing up. And she finds a VHS tape. And it's of her and her grandmother, her and Glenda, in the carriage. And
1: She pops it in the VCR because it's 2015. (laughs) Well, this house has a VCR. (laughs) Everybody has a VCR.
2: And she's just, like, reminiscing about it. And it makes her sad. And she's like racking her brain, like, what can I do? So she calls Mrs. Nickerson, who owned the coffee shop from the beginning, and and she had like offered to help her, like, Jules, if there's anything you need, I can help you with it, and asks her for... You know, says how much money she needs. And the deal is that Nickerson's coffee would have exclusive rights to Christmas land. Okay.
1: It's a bad deal for Nickerson. Nickerson's
2: gives her $800,000. and She's disappointed.
1: $850,000. And
2: she wants the full $1.3 She's disappointed in that. How, not only are they providing, they're providing the coffee, but they're like getting the, like, how much coffee do you think that they'll That's sell? What? The exclusive rights to Christmas land. What? How is uh, that worth $850,000? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Mrs. Nickerson said she would have given the whole amount. But, you know, you caught me at the bad time of the, you know, it's end oh, of the end of the year. Year books. end.
2: Yeah. It's, our cash flow is bad right now. Because, no, this is not how things work either. This is when you have cash around the holidays.
1: So, yeah. This is a bad... Nickerson's will never recoup this $850,000 <laughs> no. with the naming rights to Christmas uh-uh. land.
2: Well, when we saw the signs at Nickerson's. We knew, like, <laughs> that, yeah, that they didn't have a lot of sense.
1: So, she has the $850,000, but she still... $450,000 short of yeah. needing the $1.3 yeah.
2: We also see that she's fixed the carriage. The carriage is she up put, and running.
1: She put the tire back on <laughs> 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 that Tucker didn't think that she would be able to do.
2: And it's revealed that Uncle Frank has a coffee can full of
0: $100 bills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for Tucker and Uncle Frank, they're in the kitchen kind of saying this is a... Uh, I can't believe this is going to be the last tree lighting. Yeah. And Frank was like, remember when, you know, I remember the last time we said this is going to be the last tree lighting. Mm-hmm. And then reaches over to a cupboard. and
2: His Maxwell House coffee <laughs> cup Maxwell full of $100 <laughs> <laughs> bills. Yeah. And it says something like, oh, 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 Tucker, you know, everybody has a coffee can full of $100 bills. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, Everybody has a stash for a rainy day, or yeah. they just keep their money in the bank in a coffee can. <laughs>
2: All right, so things start to really go off the carriage wheels at this
1: point.
2: So Tucker's um, goes to the house to invite Jules to the tree lighting ceremony and she's you know she's just talked to Mason he ran into Mason too. They knew each other because Mason had tried to buy Attempted, Christmas Land yeah. before, yeah. Uh, he goes up to her room to get her and he's like come downstairs I have something to show you. And it turns out that the people of Christmas Land are going to save Christmas Land. So the the two ladies, the guy who owns the hardware store, Frank Tucker, they've all pooled their Coffee cans of money together and came up with four hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars
1: and put it all in a little box. Yeah,
2: forget retirement. Yeah, in a little box, like a, tiny, a tiny little box. box.
1: Like how big are those bills? Because there's no way you could fit four hundred fifty thousand dollars in that little tiny little box.
2: <laughs> and she's just so amazed by it. And one of the like ladies says, "Darn, Tootin." <laughs> so this, like, they all had like just an extra hundred thousand dollars sitting around. Yeah, why didn't they use this money to fix up Christmas Lambo? <laughs> It's never been, would never be in this mess to begin with. I feel like it's such a waste of money too. That's yeah. That's their, your retirement. Yeah. Like you're just. What are, you, what are you, you're just throwing this away Christmasland. Yeah. Christmas land? So they hand over the tiny box to Mason, and he <laughs> holds it like with his little, like like a little rat <laughs> with his fingers and tears up the contract.
1: Yeah, everybody's happy. Richard Karn is happy, too. And I, I hate when that happens, too, where the villain gets to take part in it's, the...
2: It's a loss of $3 million. Like, she outright owned this two days ago. Yeah,
1: but and, and everybody's treating Karn like he's fine, now, yeah. even though he yeah. is... Yeah. He could have taken less than $1.3 million, but he got exactly yeah. what he wanted. Nobody
2: <laughs> challenges it. Like, okay, yeah. this is how it is. $1.3 yeah.
1: million dollars in two days. And
2: everyone's like happy. and like, you guys, all you just, you all just lost $3 million. Yeah. Gosh. It's upsetting. Got, I'm <laughs> very upset by it. But, you know, it's also like, would Glinda have approved of like this all happening?
0: yeah
2: N- So they take a carriage ride to the tree lighting and the crowd cheers her because they've all heard what happened. (laughs) And she says she's not selling and she's not leaving. And then Tucker Barnes likes her and (laughs) they kiss by the tree. (laughs) So now it's time for Naughty and Nice when we talk about the best and worst parts of this movie. Pete has Nice.
1: And Nice is Uncle Frank's Pancakes. (laughs) Pancakes.
2: <laughs> they must be. She's so excited about them. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> she know. doesn't even get to eat them, though. She gets oh, like, yeah, she
1: gets called off. Yeah, she's out.
2: well. You know, Tucker Barnes makes her a little uncomfortable, and he comes in, and she has to run upstairs. And uh, naughty. There's a lot to choose from mm-hmm. here. It's tough. The
0: painting. Um, yeah,
2: the painting's got to fit in somewhere. But I'm just very uncomfortable with how everything goes down. Everyone involved. The terrible lawyering. <laughs> 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 yeah, everything. How everything goes down with the real estate deals. Yeah. It just makes me sick to my stomach that they lost all of their life savings for no reason <laughs> <laughs> you know, saw a lot of cupcakes to make that back you got three hours for Christmas <laughs> alright so that's it we'll be back soon with another episode um, breaking down either a brand new or classic Hallmark Christmas movie if you like this podcast please rate and review us on iTunes um, we'd love some five star reviews and to hear your your opinions on it too Discard-